Let us help you reach your peak in retirement. It's time for Retirement Elevated with Sean Lee. Hey, everybody. Welcome into this podcast edition of Retirement Elevated with Sean and myself talking about investing, finance, and retirement. Sean's the managing partner at the uh, fine, fine firm of Elevated Retirement Group. I almost forgot what I was going to say. What's up, buddy? How are you? <laughs> I'm good, man. I'm good. good. You better know who we are. I know who you are, but I just like, you ever had that moment where you're getting ready to say something and it just goes, pew, and it just goes right <laughs> out of your head? Never. Never. Ne- never. Never. Never happens. What's going on? How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Just uh, another day. Another day. How's the, uh, how's the, what are, we, what are we doing? Basketball, baseball? What are we doing yet? Oh, man. Basketball, basketball? Okay. just ended. Oh, okay. Right. Our boys had a heartbreaker. It, it's never it's never fun when, I mean, they're, they're second grade. They lost in the last minute of their last game. Oh, jeez. And it was only their, it was their second loss. And the little heartbreak in their eyes, they're crying. And, but the, what we tell them, hey, man, like you guys, you guys had a great season. You, you won a bunch of games. You only had two losses, but... When you take a gut-wrenching loss like that, there's something to be learned in it. And and hopefully the boys take that with them and you know, they'll they'll learn and they'll work hard and and they'll just keep becoming better and better young men. That's that's what we want. There you go. Well, that's that's always uh, tough, but it it does build character, right? Especially in second grade, right? So they got a chance to kind of learn and rebound and all those good things. So, well, that's cool. We keep up with vicariously with your son's uh teams through the show here <laughs> it's on to baseball now that's uh that's right I like yeah. we we ended basketball friday and in the gym sunday for baseball okay all right well very cool well we'll talk about baseball a little bit later on in some podcasts but for now let's talk uh investing finance retirement all that stuff let's talk financial truths some universal things here I've got for you. I'm going to get your opinion. Now, we we talked, if you caught our podcast a couple of weeks ago, we talked about the coronavirus and the big market down day at the time we were taping it. So I'm going to start with the media being our biggest enemy because I think that is a financial truth. I'm not talking political media. I'm not talking news. I'm talking like the you know current events or whatever. I'm talking just financial news. And the financial media sometimes can be a big enemy. What do you think? I 100% agree with you. Yeah, the financial financial media, whether it's local or, or national. Well, let's let's talk about national media. National okay. media is there for ratings. Right. I mean, it operates the same as regular news, right? Whether it's financially motivated or politically motivated, it's still the old if it bleeds, it leads kind of thing, right? Yeah, they need, they need, they need listeners, they need viewers. But if you look at local media and local shows, like I, I live in, a, in Utah and any given Saturday or Sunday, there's going to be eight to 10 financial shows that run on radio telling you everything you need to know about finance and, and that works for a lot of people that doesn't that doesn't work for our how we educate but in a lot of cases there's this idea that hey we've got to we've got to scare people we've got to we've got to drive them to meet with us got to drive them to take action so they're scared when the reality is there's a difference between financial marketing which a lot of the shows are and financial science which you can't get on a radio show Right. It's just not that there's there's not enough time, there's not enough work, there's not enough effort to put in the financial science behind planning in an hour long radio show. No, exactly. I mean, in, or in a twelve minute podcast, right? So you want to make right. sure that anything you hear, even our own show, you know, Sean and I talk about this stuff, you know, but don't just take everything that comes out of our mouth as gospel. I hope that you don't, you know, have a conversation about 
the topics that you hear that you know maybe spark an idea or a thought with your own advisor or with Sean in a one-on-one situation where you're talking about specifically your situation because when we're talking on here Sean we're just talking in general kind of ideas so in order to really get the nitty-gritty people have to sit down and have that one-on-one um, mm-hmm. you know don't just uh, here's you take something here on Kramer and run in and think it's the you know the be-all end-all because it may be good advice for your situation it may be bad advice for your situation so well, I had a, uh, yeah, here's a perfect example. Okay, I had a, a, a couple that were, were finalizing and finishing the plan for them. And, you know, we, we sat down and they said, Sean, we, we heard on the radio that we should do maximize our social security. I'm like, all right, well, what does that mean? Maximize your social security. Well, we should do all these different strategies. And uh, listen, here's how you maximize your social security. There's one way to do it. You work until you're 70. Do you want to do that? No. Right. Uh, All right. Well, let's, let's look at incorporating it into your plan. And, and even the word optimize gets thrown out quite a bit, but it's, here's what your plan looks like. Here's how it fits. And here's how social security is going to fit in to leverage your assets. Then literally like three minutes later, Hey Sean, then we, we met with a guy after hearing him on the radio and he said, we needed to do Roth conversions. All right. How much? We don't know. Okay. Well, let's, Take some time and look at it mathematically to see how it affects you financially. And that's the financial marketing. Oh, do Roth conversions. Everybody gets thrown into a bucket. Well, when we actually did the the work and looked at the plan, they were worse off financially by 70-some thousand dollars Woo. Wow. by doing a Roth conversion over the course of their retirement. So when you start to look at things fundamentally and you can track real data in live time and you can put some thought into a plan, all that financial marketing stuff is just is what it is. It either, you know, grabs you and it's hooky or you know, you start to understand that there's a financial science behind it that I need to follow and build a plan with. Yeah, I mean, and so that's why we've got to make sure that we're taking, you know, again, these are some financial truths. I've got four or five of these things. This is just the first one. The media can be a bit of an enemy, so make sure that you are taking everything with a bit of grain of salt. Financial knowledge is great. And, and of course, you know, just a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about the market dropping, same exact thing. Um, it's reactionary, so just be careful and talk about it with you specifically with your own situation. All right, let's move to the next one, which is really kind of closely tied to it. They're preying on your emotions, and emotions, as we know, Sean, are rarely, or at least I don't know about you, but they're rarely my friend <laughs> when I'm making decisions. When I when I go to a car show and I'm looking at some really freaking awesome hot rod, and I'm like, I should totally buy that. <laughs> <laughs> my, totally fits in my budget. Yeah, and you know, and one side of my brain's going, "Dude, are you nuts?" No. And luckily, I got my wife there to go. Uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, emotions are are what they are. Like, we're all emotional people. Uh, you know, my daughter is one of the most passionate emotional people that I've ever met, and that's going to serve her so well in life. But there are times where where it gets the best of her, and we're the same same way when. You know, when we look at uh, a couple weeks ago when the market corrected, oh my gosh, you know, now we're going into this huge market correction. Well, you know, understanding our plan, having a clear laser vision on our plan and understanding how we're invested to accomplish our plan, you know, some of those emotions, we can at least push them away and forget about them a little bit. 
but we have to have clear focus and we have to have clarity on how our plans built in order to kind of suppress some of those emotions. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and again, we're, we're all don't feel beat yourself up. If you do that, it doesn't make you like, you know, nuts or anything because we're, again, we all do it, but just make sure that you have hopefully someone that can kind of be that voice of reason, that counterpoint. And that's the great thing about working in an advi- with an advisor, especially if you're a retiree or pre-retiree is sometimes we get very excited or very passionate about something. We say, Hey, I want to really want to do this. I really want to invest in that, whatever the case is. And, you know, Sean sometimes can be, you say, yeah, that's a great idea after looking at it. And sometimes he has to be the guy that says, eh, maybe not. <laughs> let's right. pump the brakes, right? Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, all right. So let's talk about our friend, our good buddy, the market. I've got a bold prediction right here on our podcast, Sean. Are you ready for this? Are you sitting down? Got a bold prediction. Oh, let's hear it. The market will do something tomorrow. <laughs> you well, are I am crazy I'm I'm a accurate. I am accurate. But it moves in cycles and yet we continue to like try to I don't know, predict it. And it's just it's just that's a financial truth. It's not a good one. Don't get all wrapped up in market timing. So there's a lot of studies out there and one of the one major study shows that mm-hmm. the market market timing will account for one point eight percent of your the success in your plan. One point eight. Asset allocation, on the other hand, accounts for 93.6%. So if I'm looking at my plan from a longevity standpoint, do I want to try to time the markets or do I want to make sure that I put the time into being, being properly allocated? I would think uh, I would think I'm going to go with properly allocated. Properly allocated. I'll It'll have a larger for, effect. Yeah. I'll take that for, for 600, Alex. I think that would be the way to go, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you are correct. You are correct, sir. What was who was that? Ed McMahon. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it's one of those things. Don't get in the. You know, it's going to go up. It's going to go down. It's going to go sideways. Greedy gets in the way. That's where our emotions factor back in. So be careful of that. You know, and just again, make sure that you're working with an advisor and your advisor and having a conversation about your situation because what you might need to do. I, I think I got an email the other day on one of the shows. I, I do a couple different shows, and it was from somebody in their seventies that said, "I think I want." want to stay aggressive because I don't have any reason not to. I'm in great shape financially and therefore I don't have to worry about whether I lose anything if the market takes a dip. And it's mm-hmm. like, okay, that's probably, and once you dig into that situation, maybe they found out that was actually true, but that's just one person, right? It's not going to be for every 70 year old. So again, right. Don't everybody's going to be different, right? Just take it across the board there. All right. Uh, I think this is a really good one. This is a really good financial truth tip. <laughs> Uh, Sean, you, um, we're probably not as risk tolerant as we think we are. I bet you see that all the time. Well, everybody wants to be a fighter till they get punched in the face, right? <laughs> right, right. And, and so, like, I know, I know myself. I know that I don't want to get punched in the face personally. I know that no, it would hurt. Not a fan. And, and no, no, that's that's just it's just part of me that I don't think you guys knew about is that I don't <laughs> like getting punched in the face. <laughs> right, right. But I, I mean, yeah, everybody. As we see the markets run, and we, as we see them see them do well, and as we see our economy do well, every, there's this idea: well, I'm more comfortable with risk, uh, or I'm going to go after returns. Uh, when that may not be who you are, and, and I don't look at market volatility as a bad thing, but I I do need to know as an advisor when I'm meeting with somebody, what's your fluctuation, what's your bottom line pain point? Because if your bottom line pain point and you only want to see your portfolios go down 10% and you're allocated for them to potentially go down 20, that's a problem. And so we've got to spend a lot of time building out a structure and a, at a plan and an investment strategy it doesn't protect you, but uh, alleviates the allocation concern of being too aggressive. Right. right. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. 
Okay. So do you think you see that more often? Do more people come in thinking uh, that they're one way when they're really the other? Yeah. So what I see is I see it both ends of the spectrum. Either they're too aggressive for comfort level or way too conservative for comfort level. Like either wholly invested in, in equities and going after market returns and they're not really comfortable with the, the negativity that that could bring if there's a correction or they're so scared that they're, everything's in cash and they're a little paralyzed that they wanted to miss the market downturn. Gotcha. So it's a fine line of, of building the proper investment strategy. You know, there's a way to alleviate some of that downside. You know, if you want to be in the markets and you, you want to, to protect a little bit, you just make yourself a little bit more conservative or hold some in cash. And the other way to look at it is, you know, find some dividend producers. Let's create dividends and okay. pop cash flow in. All right. All right. And then the final one we've got here on our financial truth, Sean. So we did the media can be a big enemy. Be careful there. Don't let your emotions be another enemy. Be careful there. It's really our friends sometimes. Uh, the market's going to move in cycles. So don't get too, um, you know, hot one way or the other. Make sure that you're, again, that's keeping emotions in check. Talk about risk tolerance because you're probably not as risk tolerant as you think you are. And finally, there is no magic bullet. There is no, like, pristine one thing that's the be-all, end-all. Dang it. Wouldn't that be um, nice? That'd make your job easy, wouldn't it? Oh, man, my job. Well, what that would mean is that everybody could do my job. Well, that's true, too, yeah. And so since there is no magic bullet, I think that, you know, especially in our industry, and this isn't, this isn't arrogance, this is just confidence from you know, almost 20 years of being an advisor and seeing a lot of different scenarios. It's not everybody can do what we do when it comes to a planning perspective. Not everybody's equipped from an education perspective, a knowledge perspective, an experience perspective to understand the ins and outs of how plans uh, could or should be built, Mm -hmm. focusing on all of the areas of, of planning. Gotcha. And so, yeah, there is no magic bullet. It, it's a process. It's a plan. And if you're going out and you're looking for people to work with, you know, take some time and, and meet with an advisor who's got some expertise in the areas that you need help with in. Yeah. And that's a great point. And so making sure that you're doing that is as simple as just having a conversation. Maybe you're working with an advisor already, but you feel that something's not quite right. Or maybe you just want to get a second opinion on that. Well, whether you've gotten this uh, through the team's email blast, or uh, maybe you've subscribed to the podcast and you've been checking this out. If you want to have that second opinion, if you want to have a conversation, reach out to Sean and the team at Elevated Retirement Group at 800-599-9895. That's 800-599-9895. Lots of financial truths hold true when it happens on a you know a regular enough basis. So don't be a victim to some of the, some of that stuff. Uh, and a lot of times it's just our own our own mind, our own psyche there. So give them a call, have a conversation, do yourself a favor, do your retirement a favor, subscribe to the podcast as well. Go to elevatemyretirement.com. That's elevatemyretirement.com. You can subscribe to us on Google or uh, Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Stitcher, all those different outlets. And we would certainly appreciate it. And that way you can get yourself an update whenever we have a new episode come out or you can listen to past episodes and all that good stuff. And find out how Sean's uh, kid is doing in basketball and soon to be baseball. So there you go. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) All right, right. my friend. Well, I want to let you get up out of here this week. Thank you for your time as always. I appreciate it. And I hope you have a great week. Hey, thanks, brother. We'll talk to you soon. We'll see you soon right here on Retirement Elevated with Sean Lee, Managing Partner at Elevated Retirement Group. Investment advisory services offered through Elevated Capital Advisors, LLC, and SEC Registered Investment Advisor.